So Lisa, it seems like you're becoming an expert at writing newsletters now and formatting them and getting everything right. Well, that's only because you laid down the format. I just uh, delete what was there and put new stuff. Yeah, and I think I think that's what the Lord wants to do for us too. I don't know if it has anything to do with this psalm. He kind of gives us the format for how to live out our spiritual lives. And, okay. You know, but we need to follow it. We need to fill in the blanks. Yeah, but so often we want to write our own newsletter, right? Yeah. With different fonts and different <laughs> types and different colors. Oh, uh, yeah. All of this other stuff. And then stuff. it becomes a mess. <laughs> and then it becomes a mess, right? All your boxes get all messed up uh, and out of line. Yeah. You know how that is when you're doing a newsletter, right? Yeah. And, and, and you want to write... You know what's a funny thing? So, like, you know how uh, you changed it? Yeah. You never sent it back to me, so the changes never got printed. Okay, but did you fix it? No, I didn't realize it until after it was out. Okay, so if you find a problem with the newsletter, um, <laughs> it's my fault for not sending it to Lisa. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lay Lisa, Lisa show. show. We are now in the 40s, Lisa, on the Psalms, so go ahead. Okay, my screen just went blank. Okay. That's okay. For the leader, a Psalm of David. Surely I wait for the Lord, who bends down to me and hears my cry, draws me up from the pit of destruction, out of the muddy clay, sets my feet upon rock, steadies my steps, and puts a new song in my mouth. A hymn to our God, many shall look on in fear, and they shall trust in the Lord. Blessed the man who sets his security in the Lord, who turns not to the arrogant or to those who stray after falsehood, you, yes, you, O Lord, my God, have done many wondrous deeds, and in your plans for us there is none to equal you. Should I wish to declare or tell them, too many are they to recount. Sacrifice and offering you do not want. You open my ears. Holocaust and sin offering you do not request. So I said, see, I come with an inscribed, I see, I come with an inscribed scroll written upon me. I delight to do your will, my God. Your law is in my inner being. When I sing of your righteousness in a great assembly, see, I do not restrain my lips, as you know, as you, Lord, know. I do not conceal your righteousness within my heart. I speak of your loyalty and your salvation. I do not hide your mercy or faithfulness from a great assembly. Lord, may you not withhold your compassion from me. May your mercy and your faithfulness continually protect me, but evil surround me until they cannot be counted. My, sin, my sins overtake me so that I can no longer see. They are more numerous than the hairs of my head. My courage fails me. Lord, graciously rescue me. Come quickly to help me, Lord. May those who seek to destroy my life be shamed and confounded. Turn back in disgrace those who desire my ruin. Let those who say to me, Aha, be made desolate on account of their shame, while those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your salvation always say, The Lord is great. Though I am afflicted and poor, my Lord keeps me in mind. You are my help and deliverer, my God. Do not delay. So if you read the notes in the USCCB, it says that this is sort of like a combination of thanksgiving and lament, and that the psalmist is describing rescue in kind of spatial terms, right? Being raised up from the swampy underworld to firm earth where one can praise God. So all who trust God will experience like protection. And then he goes on to talk about 
the uh, the mode of Thanksgiving, right? It's not sacrifice, but it's enthusiastic proclamation yeah. of of God. And and further down in here, I like what it says: obedience is better than sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? And so we even hear, like in Philippians, that that Jesus, right, you know, was obedient. Ah, uh, you know, taking until death on, death, on a cross. Yeah, death on a cross. Mm-hmm. And so we too are called um, to be obedient. In, in how we live up, live out our lives. Yes. And uh, so I, I thought that was, I thought that was, that was pretty interesting, especially the, um, this whole idea of Thanksgiving, because, you know, when you pray, Lisa, you always start out with, we give you thanks and praise. So can you expand on why you think the Lord leads you in that way first to thanks and praise? I well, can't say I like you. <laughs> I think, um, we should always be thankful first before we ask for anything. Right. And to give him praise. And to praise God. Yeah. So how hard is it some days to be thankful and give God praise? So like there's a song by the the, the Casting Crowns, right? That says, I will praise you in this storm. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Right. And, yeah. And we talked about this maybe a week or so ago about how sometimes when we're going through storms, mm-hmm. That it can be difficult to give God no, thanks. And yeah, praise. no, I I think so because um I mean it's not exactly it's kind of an example but not exactly so like um, I have a holy water font uh-huh. uh, by my door, um and um there was one day I came home and I was like really like this was during my mad period like anger period so I was like really mad no, and you I didn't. and I no I didn't want I did it I I did I did bless myself with the holy water but I didn't want to. I just, I, it was, yeah, the oddest thing. But there's no steam that came off your forehead or anything when you did it, right? <laughs> well, so. I, I melted, but but I was, uh, I came back uh, whole the next day. Right. <laughs> well, no, no. So, yeah, it was, it was, inter- it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I had no desire to bless myself as I got, because I bless myself when I leave and when I come home. But I, I did it. But yeah, the, the. It was difficult. I wouldn't say it was difficult. I just didn't want to. Right. It's like when you're, if you're mad at somebody, were yeah. you, I guess you were mad at God. Were you mad at God? Or I guess what? I was just mad at everybody. In you were mad at everybody, especially me, probably. <laughs> a, a place I'm, I'm, I'm used to being in. So oh, no. That's okay. No. No, but it, it is true. We have to, um, uh, this idea of giving God thanks. Number one, how often, uh, I was listening to a, a priest. Mm hmm. Oh, it was, it was, uh, I won't say which priest it was, but he was given a homily. Yeah. And he said he goes to restaurants. Yeah. And he'll, he's not wearing his clerics. Okay. But he will look to see how many people even say, uh, give thanks for their food. Okay. He said, hardly no one. Okay. So, you know, we're talking about giving thanks and praise and storm and struggle. Yeah. We have trouble giving thanks and praise just in everyday life for yeah. the, the sustenance that we have. Right. In fact, this reminds me. So, in the last 24 hours, I have talked to people from Iran, hmm. some a, a young woman from Iran while I was in Dallas, mm-hmm. and then um, talked to uh, a man today who was from the Philippines. Okay. And in both cases, the lives they have here in the United States are a gift. Yes. Right? Okay. And they are so thankful and so appreciative. And I think sometimes we can lose perspective, right? Because if, if things are going really well, it's easy to forget that we have a God who loves us. Yeah. And so we lose that perspective. So to listen to some of the stories today about how much I take things for granted or maybe how much I don't appreciate um, my life, um, it's kind of sobering, 
right? Mm-hmm. When you hear stories of what's going on in other parts of the world, yeah, the way people are being treated or killed, yeah, um, just for basic human rights, right? Not for like, I mean, just basic human rights, yeah. I mean, people are being killed in Iran that are college students because they are standing up for the basic human rights oh, wow. of people. Well, and I think that's like in our just in our daily lives. Like I think um, like little tiny problems like will allow them to consume us. Right. And then you'll hear somebody else's problem, and you'll be like, "Oh, I have no right to even be worried about this silly little thing." Right. And I, so I think it, I think we have to keep perspective. Yes. Right. Because all of our problems are our own problems. Yeah. Because the other side of that is people will will go, oh, well, my problems is, is not as big as their problem, so my problem's not important. Mm. It's not necessarily a tiny thing like what you're talking yeah. about, but they're actually going through something, and yeah. it's their struggle. Yeah. And then they try to minimize it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's right. your struggle. Right. You right. get to own it. Yeah. You yeah. get to invite Jesus yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah. There's nothing too small for Jesus to be invited into. He wants us to invite him into even the silly little things. Great. And we don't do that. Right. Right, because if we if we did that, we would be abundantly aware of his presence, yeah. and very thankful for anything and everything, yeah. that we have. Wow, right. that's a pretty deep one there, Lisa. I'm Deacon Dave. Yeah. I'm my person, Lisa. See you next time. Bye. Bye.